and you are now listening to the Sega Lounge. Conversation in the IRC chat room and on Twitter by mentioning at Radio Sega or using the hashtag the Sega Lounge. Here are your hosts, KC and SSF1991. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Uh, I'm Kissy, I'm live from Portugal and live from the US. We have the man, the legend, that is Donnie. Hi, it's nighttime, but not as nighttime as KC is in right now. Yeah, we're recording this at uh, 3.30 almost in the morning for me, because we were just talking to Matt Kramer from uh, Sanzaru Games, lead designer on Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal. Uh, yeah, and uh, we, we we just finished recording the interview and now we're doing this small bit of the show. So welcome to the Sega Lounge. Uh, we have a great show for you tonight. Um, don't forget, even though this is not live, uh, you can join us in the IRC chatroom or at least join the people listening. Just go to radiose.ga forward slash IRC and uh, you can click on the link on that page and able to access our chat room or you can open your preferred IRC client access irc.surrealchat.net that's our server and uh, I'm about to sneeze <coughs> first at really sake yeah first at really sake no okay <clears throat> not sneezing no, not sneezing no, yeah um, and uh, I was saying oh net. <laughs> that's the server uh, the chat room is hash radio Sega. Say hello to uh, to us if we're there. If we're not, uh, just look at the stars and you can see us. Just look at the moon and say something. We'll hear you. And the moon may not be blown up in half because of the eclipse cannon and Eggman shot at it. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, don't look at the. the <laughs> inexistent uh, or the non-existent uh, half of the moon. Look at the other half. Yeah, yeah the, the other the other half is shinier. Yeah. You know? That's why the, the, the tsunamis happen because half of the moon is gone. The tides are all, all messed up. Wow. This is canon. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't even going to go that route, but nope, you had to go and do that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, we have a great show for you tonight. We have an awesome interview with Matt. Uh, fun stuff to learn about Sonic Boom, Shattered Crystal, and uh, the development process. And Matt himself and Sanzaru Games. We have uh, an entertaining Sega Launch Challenge as well. I mean, so stay tuned for that. But before all of that, before anything else, it's time for... Donnie's News Corner! Yeah! Donnie's use corner in America. Wait, are we in? Wait, are you? We're in America. Are we? Are, does that mean we're in DJ Ears' living room or something? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Why I'm DJ America. So news. Take it away, Donnie. Well, there's been a few developments. Um, most of the main thing being a certain Yakuza game, but um, there have been a few other little details in the past week. Uh, for starters, Afterburner Climax seems like it might be delisted from PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade this month. Unfortunately, um, it looks like it'll be uh, discontinued on December 24th this year. So. Those who want the game will have to find a way to get it. Unfortunately, I don't have the capability to because it's $10 and I don't have $10. You know, so... so you know, uh, people just uh, give it to Donnie. I'm not even sure if you can. I, I'm really not sure either. Yeah, I, I'm not if, I'm, I don't know if, if the, the PSN thingy has region locking. Oh, wait, it has. Uh, after, I don't even think uh, you can gift anything on Xbox Live. Oh. That's an even bigger problem. Uh, isn't uh, Afterburner Climax on Steam? Is it? Maybe it is. So you can... I don't know. I mean... Perhaps. I'm not sure. Yeah. Let me check. Maybe. maybe. Afterburner... Nope. It's not. Oh, oh. I didn't even have to put in that much of the title and it, like, Steam was like, nope. <laughs> it does not want me to, no, it does not want me to no, be happy, after, apparently. No, a, no, F, no. Uh, I, I heard uh, Daytona USA is also gonna be delisted. So if you don't have Daytona USA, uh, you should get it as well. Or maybe Sega are doing this, starting the rumor because they want to sell the game. Would be, would be. <laughs> oh man. Uh, on a side note, Alien Isolation has also received Nightmare and Novice difficulty modes. So we now have uh, a brand new free update that added a Nightmare difficulty to the game, and also uh, apparently the Aliens AI has been upgraded, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So. For those who wanted to get more um, lovely alien isolation happiness, um, yeah. Yeah, wait, I have a sound effect for that. Let me just. Wait, wait, oh, there it is. Let's play this. So, alien isolation is now. 50% more spooky, spooky, spooky. <laughs> Shout out to the zone runners. I don't even like. What, what is that even like? Why? <laughs> because alien isolation is spooky. It's, it's a scary game. Moving on. Why do you do this? Silence. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Anything else? Um, well, Sega's Chain Chronicle is now available on mobile devices. That's... Yeah. 
pretty much it. Yeah, and, and it's not available in Portugal for some reason. Yay! PC confirmed Portugal. Um, yeah, oh, I, okay. I talked about this on the next of it's not available. I, I checked for. Actually, let me check since it's already Thursday around here, around this part. Let's see if. Because games usually get released on Thursdays. Not sure if everywhere. Let's see. Chain Chronicle. On the iTunes. In the App Store. Of course not, because why the hell would you want to release a game in Portugal? <laughs> Third world problems. Uh, KC problems. Yeah, uh, I I want to play it because I got hyped after watching the, the Sega Heart Wheels episode. Which Did you watch the the this week's episode? Yes. Have you watched it? Yes, I did. I actually saw it just before we. Uh, I think it was like a couple of hours or so before we went live. So. Yeah. Let's get scratching. It was awesome. Okay, so that's it for the news, I guess. <laughs> um, we also announced Radio Sega's Winterfest 2014 is coming next weekend. So from the 19th of December to the 21st. And we'll have a special edition of the Sega Lounge on, on during the during the event. So yeah, we'll talk about that uh, during the after hours segment of the show. But yeah, since we've done news, it's time to play some music. We'll start with uh, a track that um, Matt from Sanzaro Games picked, Sonic Boom from Sonic CD, which is kind of ironic. And we'll play the track, then we'll have the interview with Matt, and we'll be back with the After Hours segment with our final moves. So, keep listening to Sonic Boom and enjoy the interview. We'll be right back. Chance, but there is no circumstance. 
Alright everyone, welcome to the Sega Lounge and tonight we're here with our very special guest, Matt Kramer from Sanzaru Games. Hello Matt! Hey, what's going on guys? Great to be here! Yeah, thanks for joining us and thanks for yeah. taking the time for this uh, interview with, with, with the Sega Lounge, with the Radio Sega folks. Yes. So Matt, uh, before we get into, of course, if you don't know Matt Kramer, he works on uh, Sanzaro Games. He's the you're the lead designer, right? That's correct. Yeah, and um, and of course they're the guys behind Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal. So that's why uh, we we asked Matt to be on the show. But before we we get into into Sonic Boom and stuff, uh, want to talk about uh, we wanted to talk about the. the Sanzaru games and your own personal history in games. Uh, so, okay. when did you get into the industry? Um, you know, I, I started in video games probably around 1994. Uh, I worked at Acclaim Entertainment. Um, and at Acclaim, uh, you know, I worked on games like uh, Turok the Dinosaur Hunter for the Nintendo 64. Classic. Um, Yeah, some classics, some great games. Um, also, the, the amazing uh, South Park on N64. Um, from there, I went to um, to Sony Computer Entertainment up here in uh, Foster City. Uh, worked on a couple projects for them. Uh, worked on uh, Rise to Honor. It was like a Jet Li kind of action Hong Kong game. Um Went over to Activision, worked on some true crime stuff, uh, Shrek, and a bunch of other games, and then uh, you know joined up with a bunch of friends of mine that uh, you know started this company, and I've been here now going on uh, about seven and a half, almost eight years, and uh, you know we've we've been really fortunate to work on some fantastic uh, properties, you know from Sly Cooper to. Uh, To Sonic the Hedgehog, so we're, we're very fortunate, and it, it's really been a blessing. Yeah, awesome. So, uh, you said seven and a half to eight years now, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know, we're really we have a really good reputation, you know, we care a lot about properties we work on, and um, you know, again, we've been very fortunate for, for the, the franchises that we've, we've been given. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so that, that's good to know. What about your own history with Sega? Uh, are yeah, you, uh, I, I have were been you a Sega a fan Sega prior to working on Sonic Boom? Huh? Uh, were you a Sega fan prior to working on, Son on Sonic Boom? Oh, yeah. I'm a huge Sega fan. I mean, you know, growing up, uh, I, you know, we had the Master System in the house. Uh, you know, so, so classic games like Wonder Boy and Alex Kidd and you know even in the arcade you know games like Quartet and uh, Outrun and uh, you know Afterburner all, all those games you know were part of my history growing up and uh, were definitely a big influence you know moving forward in my career in games and, and just in general the games that I really like to play um, so you know from Sega Master System all the way through Genesis Uh, you know, Sega Saturn and, and so forth. Um, I've always been a really big Sega fan. Awesome. It's great that you mentioned Quartet because not many people, <laughs> I think, played that game 
or even yeah i love you know what's another one i really like that's in the in the similar time frame that a lot of people don't know is uh aztec adventure was another one oh i really like my hero my hero is another good one that's one i i don't think i i know of yeah it's a good one yeah my hero teddy boy transpod yeah teddy boy (laughs) teddy boy blues Yeah, Teddy Boy Blues. That has, yeah. that game has some great music in yeah, it too. Yeah. So, so this quartet. Yeah, it's the quartet theme is one of uh, Radio Sega listeners' favorite songs. I think. Yeah. Oh, great! Yeah, people great. Keep, keep, uh, keep requesting that on on our website. So, so yeah, awesome. Uh, what would you say if you if you had to pick just let's see. Uh, people can never pick just one. So let's say you could pick three. Favorite Sega games? What would Three. it be? <laughs> Man, that's tough. Um, you can go, go with just one if you want to. No, no, there's more than <laughs> enough to pick from. Uh, I would definitely have to pick Outrun. Um, Outrun, Sonic 2, and Sonic 2 and maybe Zillion 2 Master System. Those, those will awesome. be my three. Yeah, awesome. Awesome picks there. Yeah. Uh, what about, you just mentioned Sonic 2, so uh, were you a big Sonic fan before working on, on this project? Yeah, I, I'd always loved the, the franchise. Uh, you know, I always loved a lot of the animations from the original Sonic and Sonic 2. Um, big fan of the, the music. I remember when I was younger, my brother and I would, uh, one of us would play the game or, or just keep it idle and we'd hold a, a tape recorder up to the TV <laughs> and record, we would record all the music and then, um, you know, this is before internet and all that, but like, and, and I would just have a tape of remixed music and I remember we made a whole remix uh, Sonic, Sonic music uh, tape yeah so. awesome that tape recorded thing I, I think uh, many of us did that when we, yep. when we were young yeah at least uh, us old people not old people ones. yeah <laughs> 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 not a lot like Donnie right Donnie you're just a a, a youngin I'm why do you do this to I'm me holding my you can't even get through 10 son, minutes son yeah, but yeah, we, we, I think uh, many of us did that with the, the tape recorder. <laughs> Just, yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, yep. recording the, the music. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so I think we've all got a pretty good feeling of what your history with gaming and Sega and Sonic is. So yep. let's get into Sonic Boom. So the first question I'd like to ask you is how uh, did Sanzaro Games uh, end up in getting involved in Sonic Boom? Uh, did you pitch some idea to Sega or Sega looking for someone to do the 3DS version of Sonic Boom and Pix U? How did it happen? Yeah, we were, uh, you know, we were finishing off uh, some other projects some, uh, with, a, with a different publisher at the time. And, uh, you know, we're, we're in San Francisco, you know, in the Bay Area. Sega is very close to us. Um, you know, we know some people that work there. And, um, uh, you know, we, we were just approached and, you know, they needed some help, someone to, uh, you know, work on the game. And, and it just lined up um, where we had a time frame to do that. Awesome. Yeah. So um, 
w- one thing I, I I actually was wondering while playing Sonic uh, Sonic Boom, the 3DS version of Sonic Boom, is why did you go with uh, a 2D approach to the gameplay instead of a 3D one? Because uh, the previous Sonic game, although it, this is a different universe and everything, but the previous Sonic game, Sonic Lost World, was the first uh, 3D uh, or first 3D 3DS game in full 3D uh, yeah. um, for for the Sonic franchise why did you think the 2D side scrolling approach was the better one for for this um, game? It, it was uh, the first thing is there's there's no like off the shelf uh, Nintendo 3DS uh, package you know like you can't use Unreal or Unity or anything like that for the for the 3DS so most 3DS games they have their own engine um, and you know Dimps you know they'd worked on many 3DS games they've had a lot of experience working with the, the hardware and um, you know they had a lot of tools at their disposal and when we were asked to work on this game we didn't have that luxury uh, you know we've been working on a lot more high-end you know uh, Xbox and, and PlayStation 3 at the time so you know we had to write a new engine And uh, we just didn't, you know, have the, the time and luxury to uh, spend that much uh, developing a new engine that was going to work in 3D. Um, so given the constraints that we had to build the game, uh, I really felt that this was going to be the best uh, approach within the time frame. Okay. Sounds good. And sounds logical as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... What, why did you guys include the, the exploration bits in, in gameplay? Because uh, for those that, that haven't played Sonic Boom Shutter Crystal yet, you have to go around the levels and try to collect the, the pieces of crystal, the blueprints. Uh, why did you include that in the gameplay? Instead of just yeah. going with classic Sonic, uh, the classic Sonic experience of running around and jumping and stuff? Yeah, great question. Um, so originally, you know, when we started on the game, the Wii U game was much further along uh, at the time. So, you know, there was already an establishment of exploration and switching between the four characters. And, you know, it was really the grounds for what is Sonic Boom? What is the Sonic Boom game? And, um, you know, we just kind of followed that lead, um, you know, to make a counterpart to the Wii U game. Um, so, you know, we added the exploration and switching the characters and, uh, you know, collecting, collecting those items and building the blueprints, uh, just so both games would, uh, feel somewhat similar in terms of what players are doing. And a big part of the, the other game was, um, uh, you know, exploring. So we wanted to integrate that in. Nice. Yeah. So uh, my my next question was uh, if you guys had any involvement in the redesign process of the the characters, but since you said uh, the 3DS came came much later than the Wii U one, I imagine yep. you didn't have much to to do with that process. Yeah, the uh, most of the main cast of characters was already uh, dealt with. The one character that we had to kind of go through more of an approval process and couple iterations with sticks because she's playable in the in the 3ds version um and also the enemies you know the enemies that are in our game are different than the ones in the in the wii u game so all of those had had to be you know concepted and, and approved uh by sega and sonic team but everything else was already established 
So you guys uh, designed the, the the enemies as well. So it was yeah. Wasn't... Everybody except lyric. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Lyric kind of came with it. Yeah. Uh, so did th- th- this the um, even the, the the design of the the characters the the enemies and stuff. Did it have to go to Sega of Japan or Sonic Team for approval as well, or just Sega? Um, I I think for the for the enemies they just went to Sega, and um, you know we have a fantastic production staff uh, over at Sega America that, that we work really well with, and um, you know between both of us we we just work together on approving those. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Stephen Frost. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Was, uh, you know, he—I I, got to tell you—he did an amazing job at the New York City uh, Sonic Boom event. Um, you know, he—he he, he was up there hosting everything, and uh, he, you really got to give him some props. He did—he did a great job up there. Yeah, he's a great guy. He was all yep. on the show already uh, a few months ago. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, around uh, E3, I think. Yeah, after E3, I think. He was on the show to talk about the, the whole Sonic Boom thing, and he's a great. Yeah. Yeah, it was a yeah, it was a few weeks after uh, E3 has uh, taken place. We wanted to give Stephen a break, considering E3 is <laughs> obviously a very busy time of the year. So. Yeah. E3 is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, another question I'd like to ask you. Uh, um, so, were there uh, uh, were you involved in, uh, in any way in the development of the, the cartoon series, the, the Wii U game? Uh, no, not the, the development the, uh, itself, but uh, giving ideas or something like that. Yeah, the the cartoon. Um, you know, we would get episodes. Uh, you know, the cartoon and the scripts, uh, just so we can get the tone of things. Um, and the the Wii U game, we re- we had not absolutely nothing to do with. Um, you know, that was all developed by Big Red Button and, um, you know, we, we just took their, uh, concepts and what the characters look like, uh, you know, along with the information from Sonic Team and that was about it. So, the cartoon and the, the Wii U game inspired the 3DS game, not the, the other way around, right? Yeah, I would, I would say that's about right. Okay, okay. Uh, did you have... Did you have any kind of collaboration with Big Red Button? Because you, you, there's a, I think a, a link option between the Wii U and the 3DS versions of Sonic Boom. I, I don't yep. have the Wii U version yet, so I don't. I have only played Shattered Crystal. But uh, yeah, I think you, if you have both, uh, you unlock some items in the Wii U. But um, you know, we just did the code on our side and the menu options on the. On the 3ds uh, to hook that up, but you know they they handle the rest. Oh, so it, it just works one way. It just works one way, oh, correct? Okay, okay. Good to know. Yeah, if you haven't played Sonic Boom, it's good to know that it only works one way. The link option. <laughs> only one way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, one question I forgot to ask in the beginning: How long was the game yeah. in development for? Um. Well, I, I really can't say an exact time frame, um, but I will. I will say it was pretty, pretty short uh, development cycle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in, after the Wii U version began development, development, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Long after. Long after. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, regarding the, of course, we're Radio Sega, so. 
We're big fans of Sega music, and Sonic music is always great. Uh, no matter how how the gameplay is, or no matter what new ideas uh, Sega brings into the gameplay, the music is always great. So this time around, yep. uh, you had Richard Jakes doing the soundtrack. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, did you have any influence in what kind of music uh, he did for for the game, or? Did you guys have any contact with, with Richard whatsoever, or oh, yeah. just with Sega? Yeah, so the way that we, we do that is, um, like, I basically map out the entire game. Uh, like, I have a big Excel sheet and, and map out, like, what are you doing in each stage? What's the theme of the stage? Um, you know, what are the enemies like? And, and, you know, just paint a picture of the entire game. And then, um, you know, we would Skype with Richard, And he'd be like, okay, I'm going to do the jungle piece now. And, you know, I'd kind of give him, uh, you know, the high level of, of the environment, what it looks like, and and uh, a couple, you know, really simple explanations of what type of music we'd want, like, you know, happy and upbeat. And and, uh, and he would just take that and run with it. And um, he, he really is the master of music, especially sonic music, because he just knows exactly what what to mix and, and what instruments to add and you know we get those tracks in and they're just fantastic yeah i have to say uh, um it's different to every other sonic uh soundtrack I think. but yep. it suits the game really well it's, it's interesting because it's not your average or your usual sonic soundtrack but it's it just fits the game so well uh yeah i think it just needs some getting used to <laughs> Uh, yep. Before you really can sit sit uh, sit down and take a listen and enjoy it, because it's not you, you're probably uh, expecting something else from a Sonic game. So it's a great soundtrack, nonetheless. Yeah, and you you know with that with that comment you know about expecting something else, you know, uh, you know from the start of this game, you know we weren't trying to make you know old Sonic. You know this is this is something new and something yeah. different. And um, you know that was always something from the beginning that Sega and and you know the Wii U game and, and our game, you know we wanted to have a different experience with those characters. Um, and you know we get compared a lot to the to the old games, um, but you know it's a different game, it's a different experience. And um, you know I, the team and myself are really happy with with what we made. You know within the time frame we had. So yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that in a bit, but um, sure. Uh, since you, you you mentioned the older Sonic games, uh, were there any other Sonic games, uh, any other Sega games, or any other kind of games that served as an inspiration to Shattered Crystal? Um, yeah, I we. Think, I think you. We if you if you pay close attention to the gameplay, you can notice some influences, but I may be wrong. <laughs> I noticed yeah. some some influences, but I, I may be wrong. So. Yeah, no, we, we definitely look at all the old uh, Sonic games. Um, you know, I was always a, a big fan of the uh, you know that Tails standalone game on the Game Gear. Um, Tails you know, with all, huh? Tails Adventure. Yeah, yeah, with all the little gadgets and stuff. So, you know, we definitely looked at some of those games and and picked the best things from. Uh, you know, a bunch of Sonic games that uh, that we enjoyed. One one comment that's come up quite a lot, and you know, it's been debated 
uh, on the team a lot is knuckles and uh you know bringing back his glide um you know from, <laughs> from, from previous games and, and you know he threw it but where's his glide where's his glide and you know it's definitely something we we talked about uh you, you know a lot on the team so we'll see yeah but, but you you couldn't make uh, the characters uh, have different moves from the Wii U version, right? No, we, you know, we looked at what they had and, you know, we tried to, you know, align them. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So, so I get that. But, but yeah, where's the glide? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Son uh, Tales Adventure because I, I, that's the, the main thing I, I think about when playing Sonic Boom. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, especially the... Submarine uh, bits where you control the yeah the submarine. Forgot how it's called, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the sea fox. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so uh, when you control the sea fox, I remember. I always remember uh, those adventure. The whole gadget thing. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So this is the first, or this was the first 3DS game you guys developed, right? That is correct. Okay, so. Uh, what were what would you say were the biggest challenges of developing for a game for the 3DS compared to a game on the PS3, PlayStation Vita, etc.? Mm -hmm. um, you know, first of all, the the hardware on the on the 3DS is definitely not a powerhouse like you know the the, the Vita, or the PS3. So you know uh, the engine that we had wasn't going to run on it, so we had to write a new engine for that. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, you know, the 3D, because everything in the game has to be catered towards 3D, meaning at any point when you're playing the game, they could turn on 3D. Um, so, you know, we have to make sure that the frame rate doesn't just totally die, uh, you know, when you're turning on, on 3D mode. So that was a, a big hurdle for us because, you know, we never had to deal with that. Uh, Uh, it, it to this extent on a uh, you know on a platform that's not very powerful and and it's doing 3D so yeah that makes sense yeah. okay so uh, you've mentioned when we were talking about the, the soundtrack you mentioned uh, the different worlds the different environments that you play mm -hmm. in um, so who picked the, the stages and the environments you play on uh, was it just you you have to go to Sega for approval to check if it was uh, aligned with the, the Wii U version, etc. No, the uh, you know the, we we pick a lot of those stages as a group, you know, internally here at Sanzaro, um, and we we always try to pick stages and worlds that you can travel to that are very contrasting. Uh, you know, you want to go to a jungle, to a desert, to the snow or to space or whatever. You know, just just to make it that much more intriguing and exciting. Um, but you know, Sega was pretty pretty open to to our environments that we, we picked. Cool, cool, yeah. Uh, I I was before we we started the interview. I, I mentioned to Donny that I was playing a bit of Shattered Crystal on my 3DS, and uh, I found a, a reference to a, a quite a famous uh, Sonic fan site, Sonic Rex. Because there's a, an enemy called Rex. And okay. Yeah, and it's spelled just like Sonic Rex, the website. 
So yeah, that, that might have been just a happy mistake. I know the enemy <laughs> you're talking about. Yeah, I, I yeah. unlocked the the, the enemy <laughs> I, with the token on on the shop, and uh, I I left because it's exactly like Sonic Rex. It's a, a, nice, cool. a nice coincidence. <laughs> Yeah, the, the toy shop's really fun. Like, you know, a lot of people don't talk about it. It's nice to hear that you're going through there and unlocking all that stuff because, you know, we have all of the character, a bunch of character models from the game and, you know, some stuff from the animated series. And, and you know, like with all our games, we always, you know, like with Sly Cooper, you know, same thing. Um, we really, we want to cater to the fans. You know, we're, we're fans of, of these franchises and we love these characters. So, you know, putting in little cameos and little little things that are fan service is, is something that I think our studio does very well. Awesome. Yeah, before, before we, we move on into something different, uh, uh, I, I just have to, to address this because uh, it's been like a month since the game released uh, in, in the States, I think, and yep. about three weeks in, in Europe. Um, The, the the critical reception to the game hasn't been the best. Uh, no, it's it's been pretty 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 low. So yeah. Uh, so my question is, how are you dealing with the criticism? Um, you know we. I, and, I, and I'm asking this because uh, I believe the previous games you worked on were uh, highly received and highly praised for for being yeah. awesome games. Uh, yeah. Sly Cooper game, especially. So, yeah. how are you dealing? How are you guys dealing with this? Um, you know, uh, you know, and I'll I'll speak for the team, but you know, I think we're all very happy with the work that we did within the time frame we had. Um, you know, we we made this game in a very short amount of time, um, and uh, you know, we're very happy with everything we did uh, within that time frame. Um, you know, reading the reviews and stuff, there's a lot of things that um, I think we we could have changed, we could have addressed, uh, you know, like the badge unlocking, for example. Like, people don't like going back to stages and going through all those mazes of, of, of levels to just find one more blueprint to get the badge to move the game forward. Um, you know, and these are things, you know, we added in there to... to um, You know, have replayability, and and um, we thought people would, would enjoy. But you know, in hindsight, maybe people just want to move the game forward. Um, but you know, it, it's disappointing to see those reviews. Um, but again, as as our team and the work we put into it, we're very happy with uh, what we what we've done in in the time frame. Sure. Yeah, I, I was uh, checking Metacritic and. Uh... Although the, the review scores, the critic reviews, the average is 45. Yeah. Um, the, the user score, the average is 6.9, so it's low yeah. uh, And there's a lot of uh, people giving it a t So <laughs> it's interesting. So do you think, um, especially fans of the show, will enjoy... Uh, Uh, Shadow Crystal more than the average Sonic or the diehard uh, 20, 20 years old or 30 years old uh, Sonic fan. Yeah, and I, you know, like I said earlier in, my, in the podcast, um, uh, it's we're not trying to make 
the old Sonic game. We're trying to make something new, something different. And, um, you know, you read most of those reviews and they automatically compare it, you know, to the, the old games. And, um, you know, just to make that, that clear to everyone, you know, we're trying, that was the initiative of Sonic Boom, making something new and fresh and different uh, for people to enjoy. And, you know, may, maybe it just didn't resonate well enough with those, with those critics. So. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a very good point because ever since we, we had uh, Stephen Frost on the show, uh, he really stressed that this wasn't a, a Sonic game per se, it wasn't the, the, the usual Sonic game, it wasn't part of the, the main series, so it's a parallel universe if you, <laughs> if you like to call it that. Um, and I, I think you, you make a very good point because I, I, I actually agree with some of the points that reviewers make on, on both games. Yeah, I think uh, the main mistake every reviewer does is to compare it, compare both Shattered Crystal and Rise of Lyric to uh, the other Sonic games. Yeah, and it's just not the same thing. It's not meant to be the, th the same thing. So, if you want to criticize it, okay, but for itself, not in comparison to your Sonic games. Just a big mistake. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's cool that you, the, that you guys are happy with it. It comes with the uh, the baggage of working with this kind of character and this kind of franchise. You know, people are, you know, same with with Sly Cooper. You know, uh, you know, people had uh, characters and adventures and, and stuff that they you know really cherished uh, growing up or whenever playing them. And those are the memories that they hold. And and when you create something and it doesn't line up with that. Um, you know, people people are going to be frustrated and they'll be like, what the heck is this? Um, so I understand, you know, I'm, I'm the same way. You know, they're going to make a new game out of something out of a series that I really enjoy. I want it to line up with what the old one is. And, um, you know, with Sly Cooper, that's something we did really well. You know, we really analyzed the old games. We had a lot of time on, on, the, on the game and, and um, you know, the manpower and the people to, to put together what we did. So, but you know, again, I'm teaming. Everybody's really happy with uh, you know where where we took uh, Shattered Crystals. Awesome, yeah, that's, that's really important. Yeah. And I, I think yeah, people fail to understand it's not the same series of Sonic games. So uh, they just need to play it for itself and not be you know, not comparing it to, to other games. But yeah. Uh, you know, another thing, like you mentioned, it's, it's, you're like, oh, it's, it just came out three weeks ago. Like, uh, we've been done with that game for uh, a really long time. Um, you know, I, I haven't worked on on uh, that title for, you know, since June or, June or July, I'd say. So we've been done with the game for a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, by the way, how how is that? How does, does that work? So you, you you finish the game, move on, and then the game gets released. <laughs> How's, yeah. How how does that feel? It you know it feels good when it's when it's done and you're actually holding the hard copy of the game in in your hand and you're like wow that's like you know so much time of your life is just sitting there in a physical copy of something. It's you know it's a great feeling. Um, but, uh, you know, usually we will finish a game, um, 
you know, we'll be done with it, go through all the bug testing and, and whatnot, and then it gets submitted, you know, to, to Nintendo or whatever the console that it's on. And then if it passes, you know, they do their own test and it's done. And then it can go to manufacturing and, you know, at that point it could sit for however long it needs to sit till the game is released, um, which is up to the publisher. Um, but, by, but by that time, you know, as soon as people roll off and they're done with the, the project, they're already well on to, you know, something new. I've been on a new game now for, you know, since July, so. That, that's got to be interesting <laughs> to wait for the, the, the final result and the, how people receive it and react to yeah. the product. And, and, and you know, with that, I'll, I'll tell you the most important thing to, to uh, any successful game, you know, besides time and money, is, uh, is user feedback. And, um, you know, like, Sly Cooper, for example, we had extensive focus tests on the game, on the characters, what are you doing, do you understand what you're doing? And um, that whole process really molds the final game Uh, you know, in, into that wonderful game package that comes together, you know, these big games like, you know, Uncharted or, you know, Last of Us or Halo or whatever, like those games have focus tests weekly, every day, every day, and they're refining it. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of games that are, you know, pushed out uh, faster that don't necessarily have that kind of iteration uh, in time to, to get the game where it needs to be. So it's, you know, it's not always the developer, it's, it's time, money, and uh, iteration. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Yeah, and I, I, and I think that goes for anything, not just video games, but, you know, anything that's going to go through those kind of refinement phases uh, are always going to be better. And, uh, you know, from a game design standpoint, like, I don't know what's going to be fun. Um, you know, I just take a best guess, you know, based on my experience. Uh, what's going to be fun, but, you know, until you get it in front of people and you're like, man, they totally don't understand this mechanic, and uh, I thought they would just get it, um, you know, that's where you're really going to get your, your feedback and, and, you know, your iterate to make something better. Yeah, and you know, the, the, the Sonic fan base is probably one of the hardest fan bases to please. You, ha yep. you have the classic yep. Sonic fans, the modern Sonic fans, the the whatever Sonic fans, the Sonic Boom fans, I'm not sure. So it's hard to please everyone. You, you can't please everyone, yeah. uh, but it's it's really hard to please the Sonic fan base. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe next time. Who knows? Who knows? Hey, hey, you never know. You never know. And you, you know, another thing we always think about is, um, you know, what what is our target market too? You know, it's like... Yeah, we're making a 3DS game that's going to align with a, the, the animated show. And, um, you know, the kids that are going to be watching that show are probably from, like, you know, 7 to 12 years old. Um, and, and that's really our target market for this game. You know, the cartoon, they see the game, they want to pick up the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not always... You know, this isn't, cla you know, for the classic uh, Sonic fans, like, like exactly. you know, myself and... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good point as well because it's, it's same that kids and the, the kids that want to pick up the game after watching the show and not not necessarily the, the games that 
the gamers that pick up the game and then go watch the show because it's Sonic. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. uh, we watch the show because we, we're Sonic fans. Because we, we yeah, and the cartoon is fantastic. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. We agree, but, uh, but we watch the the show because we're Sonic fans, and we pick up the game because we're Sonic fans. And yep. it, the the objective of this is to <laughs> have people or kids pick up the game because they, they enjoy the show. So exactly. A bit different from the usual Sonic game. Yeah, it makes sense. Yep. Okay, so thank you for your your honest uh, answers to to these questions because I know it's not easy to talk about but uh, we appreciate it yeah um, nope. yeah uh, we have we have some some final questions for you some some more personal questions but before that <laughs> we, we usually have a, a surprise <laughs> for our guests Donnie is Donnie's laughing because he knows that it is um, <laughs> so we have a thing uh, every t every time we have a guest on the Sega Lounge we have a thing called the Sega Launch Challenge. Okay. Okay. So, uh, we ask How our do guests we? to... <laughs> yes, we do. We ask our guests to take part in the challenge. And it can be anything. Uh, it can be a quiz. Sometimes we play music in reverse and people have to guess what the music Oh, boy. It'd be it horrible. Is. It can be... We, we, we've, we've had some karaoke versions of... Or karaoke sessions... Uh, but, but I, I digress. Before we do anything, we have to play the Sega Launch Challenge intro. So, okay. Okay. Let's let's take a listen. It'll get you into the mood. Now you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Launch Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. And so that's that never gets old. <laughs> wow, that, that was pretty daunting right there. <laughs> that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Matt, are you ready for sure. the Sega Lounge Challenge? I will. I will try my best. Okay, uh, that may not be good enough, but okay. Let's see. <laughs> uh, scary, scary. James Earl Jones recorded that for us, uh, or not really? Yeah, maybe if we say that uh, enough times, maybe people will believe us. <laughs> yeah. So uh, since you worked on a Sonic game, and you said it yep. yourself, you're a Sonic fan. Uh, okay. Why not put together a little Sonic quiz? Okay. So uh, this is how it's uh, how it's going to work. We have ten different questions. Uh, each one has three different options for you to choose from. Okay. If you choose the correct answer, uh, we'll play a little jingle, and you get a point. The, the point of this game is to get at least six points. More. Than Okay, at least five points. Okay, fifty percent. I think it's it's safe to say fifty percent is a good percentage. Uh, so, ready to do this, Matt? I'm gonna try my best. Okay. So, Donny, do you want to get us started with question number one? 
Yep, and I really do hope you give me the right answers this time. Um, <laughs> I haven't I forgotten the last time so we've done this quiz. <laughs> but, um, question number one. Legend says Sonic the Hedgehog is crazy for a specific kind of food. Is it A. Chili dogs B. Hamburgers or C. Fried chicken? Oh, I'm definitely going to have to go with some chili dogs here. Final answer? Final answer. Okay. Yay. Okay, so one point. Very good. Alright, not bad. Okay, question number two. In the original 16-bit Sonic the Hedgehog game, what was the water level called? Ooh. Option A, Hydrocity Zone. Option B, Labyrinth Zone. Option C, Water Boom Zone. I am going to have to go with B on this one with a little bit of lag. Okay, so option B, Labyrinth Zone. Are you sure? Is this your final answer? I'm sure. Correct. Very nice. Very nice indeed. So, two out of two. Not bad. Donny, question number three. Question number three is, what is Tails' first name? Is it A, James, B, Barack, or C, Miles? I think these questions are way too easy. I'm going to have to go with Miles. Final not, answer? Not Barack. That is final answer. <laughs> but Barack Tails Prower. Nope. And it's correct. You were way too hopeful for that name, weren't you? Uh, <laughs> I, I Miles Tails Prower. Easy. I'm Come on, guys. guys. Love to see uh, Barack Tails Prower. That would be awesome. Anyway, uh, <laughs> question number four. Let's get into the, the tougher questions. Uh, oh, Sonic I... Rush in Sonic Rush Adventure on the Nintendo okay. DS. Introduced mm -hmm. a new character to the Sonic series, a cat princess. What's her name? Mm. Option A, Blaze. Option B, Marine. Option C, Cream. Mm. I mean, think. No googling. No, I'm not googling. <laughs> I I guess I'll go with Blaze. We'll go with Blaze. Are you sure? Final answer. I'm sure. And you're correct. All right. Awesome. Four out of, out of five. Oh, four, actually. So, <laughs> awesome. Number five, Donny. You would give me this one, wouldn't you, Dane? Uh, ask. <laughs> um, <laughs> question number five. What is Dr. Eggman's grandfather's name, as mentioned in Sonic Adventure 2? Okay. A. <laughs> Dr. William Robotnik. B. Dr. Donnie Robotnik. I had nothing to do with this Yay. question. Um, <laughs> C. Dr. Gerald Robotnik. Hmm. I really don't know this one, but I'm, I'm going to go with A. I I'm giving you a hint. Die. No, probably not. I don't. It's not done. <laughs> I, I guess I'll stick with A. I don't. I don't know. 
So final answer. Final answer. Unfortunately, it's not. Oh, it's man, option I C. Just lost the life. It's option C, Dr. Gerald Robotnik. Okay, not bad, <laughs> not bad. Four out, of, uh, four out of five, so not bad. Question number okay. six. Number six. It's, it's an interesting one. Which of the following is not the title of a game starring Tails? Okay. Which of the following is not the title of a game starring Tails? Option A. Tails Sky Patrol. Option B, Tails Adventure. Option C, Tails and Cream's Date Night. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to go with C. I, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure this sounds like a, a Tails game. <laughs> um, not a Tails game. <laughs> uh, unfortunately. It's not, no. It, it could have been awesome. <laughs> Tales and Creams Date Night. That would be a good one, though. I don't know. I, I might buy it. Uh, yeah. It'd be like a, a dating sim on Japan, I think. It'd be big in Japan, I think. But I think it would be huge in Japan. Yeah. It'd be like, Sakura Tales something. <laughs> Projective uh, Tales, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> number seven, Donnie. Uh, Tales you name Niku. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, question number seven. Sonic makes a cameo appearance in an episode of The Simpsons. He's seen with Amy on a billboard with the following sentence. Sonic the Hedgehog says, What? A. Wait until marriage. B. Girls are weird. C. It's hammer time. I completely agree with that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I'll take a guess and uh, pick option A. Wait until marriage. Your final answer? That is my final answer. Before we tell you if it's right or wrong, what's your reasoning behind option A? Well, you know, he's up there with Amy. Maybe he went a little too fast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, those, those <laughs> it's, it's correct. It's correct. <laughs> That's the best answer I've ever heard to picking it <laughs> multiple choice. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm, I'm just narrowing it down there. So. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> it's I, I never thought it'd it be narrowed down that way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, question number eight. In Sonic Lost World, apart from Dr. Eggman, there is a group of six antagonists that Sonic has to fight. What is the group called? Oh, man. Option A. Scary I, Fix. I better know this. The Zuka song will be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Option A. Scary Six. Option B. Deadly Six. Option C. Lucky Six. I am going to go with uh, Deadly Six. So, Option B. Deadly Six. Final answer. That's correct. Yep. It's the correct answer. Very good. Nice. Very nice, yes. Number nine, Donnie. Alrighty then. So, now question number nine. In which game did Amy Rose first make an appearance? A. Mm. Sonic Adventure. B. Sonic CD. 
or C, Sonic and Knuckles? Um, this is memory. Um, I'm gonna go with Sonic Adventure. Final answer. Final answer. Nope. And nope. Correct answer was B. Sonic CD. Nice. Ah, man. Yeah, so oh, that, yep. was, that was the first one. Uh, Sonic Adventure is the first one she's playable on. That's that's what I was yeah, thinking. She made an appearance in, in Sonic CD. You tricked me. That was yes, good. Yes. Good finally, finally. Okay. Job well done. Not, <laughs> not so to mention in Sonic CD, she looks radically different from the one she does now. So. Exactly, exactly. She's kind of like a, a green skirt. Right. Yeah, so question number 10, final question. This is a, right. a, a bonus one. So, and I think you'll find it really interesting. Okay. Question number 10. Uh, the Sanzaru, the three wise monkeys, embody the see no evil, hear no evil, and speak no evil proverb. I think I'm, I'm speaking the truth, right? This I is correct. So. Yes. Which one is covering his eyes, seeing no evil? Option A, Iwazaru. B, Mizaru. C, Kikazaru. Oh boy, <laughs> you guys are gonna get. <laughs> Who wrote this one? Oh my god! I, you know what? I have no idea. Let's let's go with uh, option A. So option A, option A, Iwazaru. Yep. Yeah, that sounds about right, but it's wrong. Yeah, it's it's Mizaru actually. Uh, I, I I'm I'm disappointed. because you should have known this. I should know that. <laughs> okay, so uh, all in all, seven out of ten. Very good, very good. Yes, I I think you you deserve uh, the Sega Lounge seal of approval. Yes, we really nice. have to uh, make something to give to our guests. We kept, keep talking about the uh, seal of approval. That's enough. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so uh, it's been great. Before we go, though, and since huh? we, we talked about Sanzaru, uh, why did you yeah. pick uh, the name uh, Sanzaru? You know, it has the, the three monkeys, and, and um, you know, we believe that um, to make a good game, you know, we need three elements to line up. Good design, good art, and good technical uh, programming side. So all three of those things line up, you're going to get a really good product. Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting concept, and you're right. Okay, so um, I, I had a, f a few more questions, uh, two more sure. questions actually, um, and so to bring out the, the Sega fan in you, uh, <laughs> if Sega gave you the choice or the chance to pick up any other IP and make a new game in the series, what would it be? This is a great question. Um, you know, I, honestly, I'm. I'm a huge pinball fan. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I own a bunch of pinball machines. Um, 
And uh, I, I grew up playing Sonic Spinball. Um, <laughs> I love the, you know, the, the Game Boy Advance. Sonic, what was it? Sonic Pinball Advance? Or, I Sonic forgot the name. Party. party, yeah. Yeah, oh, Pinball Party. Yeah, I like that one too. So, you know, I would love to get another shot at doing some uh, uh, Sonic Spinball. <laughs> awesome, awesome. It's funny you should mention Sonic Spinball because Donnie over here is known in, around the, the Sonic community as DJ Spinball. Oh, cool. Yeah, because it, it, Sonic Spinball is like his favorite Sonic game of all time. Yeah, you know, it doesn't it doesn't get the credit it deserves. It's I, I think it's a very unique game, and um, I loved it growing up. I like how the progression of the stages, and, um, you know, it's neat that you get to move the character a little and, and, in some parts, and then you're still playing a pinball game. Yeah. Um, Did you ever so. uh, finish the game? I have. I, I haven't finished it in years, but um, from what I remember, it was like four... It's like four worlds and then a boss battle at the end, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that sounds about right. I never completed Sonic Spin. Yeah. But, you know, this, um, is when, this is when I buy like one game when I, was a, when I was younger, and it was like you just play that one game like crazy. Now I don't have the time to... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, much, exactly, but... exactly. I know how you feel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, another question. If you could do a crossover game between Sonic and another non-Sega franchise, what easy. would it be? That is easy. Sly Cooper? No. No. <laughs> I, I, just me, I, you know, I'm, I'm like a Sonic fan just like everybody else. I want to see some Sonic and Mega Man. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Yeah, maybe following up on the comics. That, yeah, uh, that would be great. She's releasing, yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. Sonic versus Mega Man. Yeah. Um, what if you could remake another Sonic game? Let's say uh, Sega asks you to remake a classic Sonic game. Yeah, that that would be interesting. I mean, um, which one would you would you like to do? If you had, a I don't know, Sonic. Two or Sonic Three? Those are Sonic Two and Three are, are my favorite. So yeah, either one of those. Okay. I think for, I for, some, yeah. for some reason, I was expecting to hear Sonic Spinball, but I mean. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spinball actually would be number one, but I, I thought you meant like uh, you know, like a side-scrolling adventure. Could be. You could go with Sonic Labyrinth on the game yeah. as well. <laughs> But you know, Sega has so many awesome properties, uh, you know, from all those old classic games uh, that really deserve updates. And you know, updates done really well. Um, you know, Golden Axe is one. You know, Streets of Rage. I'd love to see. Um, you know, just just so many so many great titles. Even even an updated Shinobi. You know, even though I'm a fan of like the PS2 Shinobi remakes and the 3DS one. Um, Have you played? You know, like a really high quality uh, Shinobi, I think would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Have you played the you know, 3DS classics? Oh yeah, classics. I, I was ecstatic when they're fun- you know they're finally releasing Fantasy Zone, Fantasy Zone Two, yeah, Outrun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what else was in that? I think there was uh, Afterburner. There's Afterburner. Yeah. There's uh, what else? I can't remember right now. 
And yeah, those are. Own super I'm a fantasy huge fantasy fan. So. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah. And, and Fantasy Star. I mean, I grew up playing the old school Fantasy Star and Fantasy Star Online like crazy. Who knows? Who knows? Sega. <laughs> uh, Who knows? You should talk to this man. <laughs> and if you ask <laughs> the fans, if you ask the fans, Matt, they'll all say, or most of them will say, Shenmue 3! Oh, they all... Oh, we, have a, we have a programmer um, that we work with, uh, this guy Danny, and uh, he's got a big Shenmue statue on his desk. He brought it to GDC <laughs> and had uh, Yu Suzuki sign it, and it's like his... You know, big thing. It sits next to him, and when he has problems programming, he, he turns to the statue and uh, gets advice from it. <laughs> so I'm sure he would be really happy if, if that happened. Have you ever played Shenmue? Uh, I didn't play the second one. I played the first one. Um, it's personally, you know, I'm not the biggest Shenmue fan. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing to say on on. Uh, on the show, but uh, you know, maybe I need to go back and play it again. You know, it's been a while, but um, you know, for memory, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I, I'm actually a big fan, but I, I was asking if you ever played the game because uh, if he turns to the statue for advice, often the bad <laughs> is something like this. Do you know any sailors? Yeah, that's what, what happens when you play Shenmue, and then probably an answer like, I see. <laughs> He's gonna love it. So I'm gonna have him listen to this podcast a little bit. Uh, I talked about his uh, obsession with Shenmue. He, he needs to. He needs to listen to. I think it's episode 16 or 17 of the show. We had the voice actor of Ryo Hazuki on the show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and we ma we made him sing um, versions of uh, current pop songs in Ryo Hazuki's <laughs> voice. As the Sega Launch oh. Challenge, so that's that's always entertaining. Uh, that's pretty know. good. I'll have to tell him about that one. I'm sure we're gonna keep it. <laughs> okay, Matt. One final question: What have you been yeah. playing lately? What have I been what playing lately? Yeah. What have I been playing lately? Um, almost done with uh, Far Cry Four. So going through that, um, what else? Playing some Shantae, Pirate's Curse on the 3DS. Mm -hmm. um, my friend uh, down at Renegade Kid it just released um, his game. Um, so I've been playing that. Um, what else? A little bit of Sunset Overdrive. So a little bit of everything. Yeah. Awesome picks there. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I don't. When I get home, put the kids to sleep. It's just time to, time to game. <laughs> yeah, time to unwind. Forget all the the stress and pick up some games. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Matt, anything else you'd like to uh, say to the fans or to people that haven't picked up Sonic Boom Shadow Crystal yet? Uh, yeah, you know. Um, I would just say give it a try. It's a it's a great game. Um, you know, really happy with the work we did on it, and um, you know we love Sonic. We love uh, the franchise, and um, you know, Sonzaro games. You know, we're all about games and gameplay, and um, you know, we really want to put out the best game possible within um, you know what we're given. 
and um, you know, give it a try. Shatter Crystals is great. Um, don't read Metacritic, and <laughs> um, you know, go out there and, and play the game. Enjoy it. You, you can read the user reviews. There's a lot of, a lot of yeah, tens read and nines. User reviews. So. Yeah. Those are the real ones that matter. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, the first one that I, that is in this, in this section of of Metacritic is uh, the game. It's just flawless. That's all I have have to say. Awesome. It has, uh, Skyfalls. So he's a, a Sonic fan and a 007 fan. So nice. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> or perhaps not. But yeah. Uh, Matt, thank you very much for joining us on this episode of the Sega Launch. Uh, it's been yeah, great having you on. Thank you, you very on. much, guys. Yeah, all the best for uh, Sonic Boom Shadow Crystal and your future projects. Uh, we hope to have you on the show again sometime soon. Yeah, anytime. Anytime you want to talk anything Sega, whatever, video games, give me a shout. Awesome, we'll do that. Thank you very much and take care. All right, guys.
Hey, it's Ben Lee Jones, and you are listening to The Sega Lounge with Donnie and KC. And we're back. This is The Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. We just had the interview with Matt Kramer from Sanzaru Brains. Sanzaru Brains. From Sanzaru Brains. Yeah. Uh, Matt Kramer from Sanzaru Games, a lead <laughs> designer uh, on Sonic Boom Shattered Crystals. Uh, yeah, so it was interesting, very uh, educational, to say the least. Um, so I think it's time we wrap up things on the second launch. Uh, yes, it, this is actually, Donnie, this is actually the final uh, regular show of 2014. For the Sega Lounge, so we won't be back until next year, but we still have one more show to do during Radio Sega's Winterfest 2014. So, uh, on Sunday, the 21st of December, at probably at around not probably, it has to be because the interview is scheduled for that, <laughs> that time. So, at 4 pm GMT, we'll have a very special edition of the Sega Lounge. Uh, right now we're trying to uh, get a few cast members of uh, the Sonic Boom games and cartoon. Uh, confirmed for now, only Mike Pollock. So we'll be doing the interview live on Radio Sega Sunday, 21st at 4 p.m. GMT. That's like uh, 11 a.m. your time, honey. Um. Yeah, that's around 11 a.m. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, the best way to start your day. A bowl of cereal and the Sega Lounge. Uh, and Evil Ham. With Evil Ham, yes. Uh, speaking <laughs> of which, uh, speaking of which, uh, just a sec. Uh, there we go. I'll be back with a new robot who has super laser eyes and he'll feed me ham. Evil Ham. Indeed. You know you're going to have to play that clip at some point when we're doing the interview with Mike, right? Probably. And, and you'll know immediately what that is. <laughs> and you'll say, stop doing my voice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're trying to get a, a few more uh, voice actors from the games and, and cartoon, but uh, we haven't received confirmation on anyone else but... So at least Mike Pollock will be on the Sega Lounge during Radio Sega's Winterfest 2014. Radio Sega's Winterfest 2014 is going to be amazing because we have lots of people from the community contributing with uh, with live shows, people who never did a, a radio show uh, on their lives uh, will we'll do some shows. Uh, we'll be probably on Friday, so if you're listening to this on Radio Sega. Tomorrow we'll be announcing a few of the people that are taking part in the Winterfest this year. Um, it's it's a, co- a community-wide event, so... That was Was there Morse code coming into your yeah. microphone? <laughs> is, is this the, the army radio or something? Uh, as I was saying, <laughs> um, I have no idea how to respond to that. <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe 
Dot dot dash dot dot dash Something like that More school uh, I think I just said F-U-C-K Um K uh, In Morse code of course You're having too much fun playing these little <laughs> facts, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, as I was saying, Radio Sega's Winterfest, uh, yeah, we will have lots of people from the community. We'll have live shows, DJ sets from community remixers and lots of stuff. And we'll have lots of prizes to give away. Yeah, so we'll be announcing that next week as well. Uh, so stay tuned. And keep your eyes on RadioSega.net Anyway, other Radio Sega Live shows coming to you this week After this show ends So in about, I don't know, two and a half hours or something At midnight, GMT, we'll have RSN Live with voice So don't forget to tune in for that No Sega Mixer Drive this week because it's off-season But of course, next week we'll have a special edition of uh, Sega Mixer Drive during uh, the Winterfest. So don't forget to tune in for that. Um, so, your next Radio Sega Live show should be on Saturday at 4 pm BST. No, not BST. It's not summer anymore. GMT. GMT. Um, yeah. Uh, with Shadow Remix. Uh, the Little Late, Late Afternoon Breakfast Show. The Lala Labs. And. Uh, no show on Sunday, so I'll be back on Monday with Radio Sega Top 40 Countdown. And on Wednesday, uh, Sonic Yoda is back with another edition of the Cyber Razor Cut. Yes. We, myself and Donnie, will be back on Sunday, the 21st, 4 pm GMT, with Mike Paul and some other guys, perhaps. Who knows? Maybe we'll have. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Barack Tales Brower. Or, uh, <laughs> or maybe uh, Dr. Donnie Robotnik. Why? Uh, because Why? Who would, who would be Sonic then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if we have a Robotnik and we have a Tails, then who would be Robotnik? Or Sonic, rather? Uh, I don't know. I could be uh, Sonic. Sonic, Sonic the KC hog. Sonic, <laughs> Sonic the bum hog. There you go. Bum. Yeah. Bum is hot. Bum is hot. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag bum is hot. Or it's hard to believe that tag. Hard to believe that hashtag has been going for more than a year now. No, over two years, perhaps. Since we're we did that t- Sonic News Show edition. Some people uh, uh, read that hashtag as Bum I Shot instead of Bum Is Hot. You wish. No, really. Some people thought it was Bum I Shot. So, not sure what that says, says about them. Perverts, all of them! Anyway, any final notes, Donny, before we say goodbye? All your bums belong to us. 
or at least KC anyway. <laughs> yes, they belong, they always belong, belong to him. To me. You know they're hot. Yes. So I, mean, <laughs> I don't know how it would be. I would. I don't know how they'd be hot considering it's December. But I mean, if you live in the Southern Hemisphere, perhaps. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. At least I didn't sneeze. Anyway, yeah. This has been the Sega Lounge. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope you keep on listening to Radio Sega because we play the best Sega music 24-7. And every now and then we have this uh, crazy-ass show called the Sega Lounge and uh, we do random stuff. But the interviews are amazing. And the guests are awesome, so I think that... I've been kissy. And I've been, been creeped out by bum. Exactly. And I'm all bummed out. <laughs> and we've been Hi. joined uh, by Matt Kramer of Sanzaru Games. Uh, and we'll be back on Sunday the 21st with at least Mike Pollock and perhaps a few more people. Until then, take a listen to this track from Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal, and we'll see you all uh, on the 21st. Bye bye. Bye. social like us at facebook.com slash radio sega and follow us on twitter at twitter.com slash radio sega radio sega playing the best sega music 24 7